Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Brent. I'm Jeremy. Together, we are The Cap Show. You can catch us live every Sunday at 4 p.m. East on Brime at brime.tv forward slash The Cap Show. We are on most social media platforms such as Twitter and Rumble. Please check out our link tree for all of our social links. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Hope you guys had a great, uh, great week. Uh, yeah. Despite all the craziness that's going on in the world um yes sir how you doing man you doing all right um yeah i'm good man actually uh yeah i'm doing really good um work's good family's good you know the usual how about yourself i'm doing pretty good you know all things yeah. considered with all the uh yeah all the craziness going on you know and uh and life and work and kids and yes <sighs> went um Wedding dress shopping with my youngest daughter yesterday. Oh, how was that? Uh, actually, it wasn't as bad as I expected it to be. <laughs> no, <laughs> good, good, good. Was, when uh, was quite cool. when are they getting married? So they're still about two years out. Oh, okay. So she's um, they're they're trying to make this a long haul process and not try yeah. to do everything like really really quick. Which Perfect. hey, that's kind of smart. Yes. Absolutely, it is. So oh, today, everybody, we're gonna we're we're gonna talk about what everybody's talking about right now, and that's um, a shooting in Texas. We're gonna talk about that a little bit. We're gonna talk about that, and we're gonna talk about other shootings as well. We're gonna talk about guns in general. Uh, I want to talk about a little bit about the history of the guns, where they came from, where they started. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the laws here and regulations here in the United States. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, definitions, and we're going to show some uh, some data. We're going to show yeah. some statistics um, that are um, interesting, to say the least. We're also going to talk about some some people's misconception of um, how easy it is to buy a gun in the United States. And for those for those of you that are overseas and asking questions of, well, how come you're just talking about the U.S.? Well, because this is where all the news comes from, and this is what most of the world sees, um, because they have the most money and they uh, cram everything down our throats, whether you want it or yep. not. Hence the title of today's video and today's live show. What has happened to society? So we can sit and we can scream guns all day long. We can say, guns are bad. Guns are horrible. Guns are terrible. Well, in the wrong hands, absolutely, I will 100% agree with you. I will not argue that point. However, there's a key statement that I just made. In the wrong hands. Okay? The fact that more children are killed in car accidents every single year in the United States. Fact. Um, do we ban cars? Nope. No. We need them. Well, people say, well, 
there's your argument because now you're talking about uh, something that's necessary and needed every day. Well, guns are necessary and needed every day in the United States. Um, there's a reason everybody tries to come to the U.S. because uh, those guns that we own as citizens keeps government at bay. Yeah. They're our protection from uh, tyranny. I had someone tell me once, they're like, but there's no need for that. We've never had to worry about that. You're absolutely right. We've never had to worry yep. about that because we've all got guns and they know it. <laughs> that is very true. That is a simple fact. Yep. Um, so. So while I, I, I don't want anything that I say today to take away from the devastation and the, the sheer horror of what happened. Do not want, I do not want anyone to misconstrue my statements as I don't care uh, about the kids. I do. That's why I do what I do, because I do care about the kids. Um, I care about everybody. I may be rude to a lot of you, Brent. Yeah. <laughs> I don't find it to be rude. I, it's, it's, hey, a bit of an asshole sometimes, you know, but yeah, hey, aren't yeah, we all? You know, I mean, I, I do my best. <laughs> as long as you own it. Oh, I do. I own it. I absolutely own it. And the people at work know I do. Yep. Um, my point, though, is I, I, don't, I don't want anyone to think that anything that I say or we say and Brent will tell me if I'm not speaking for him, but I, I'm pretty yep. sure I am. Um, that we're we're not uh, we're not trying to lessen the horror of what happened. We're trying to get Absolutely to the facts not. and the understanding of why. Okay, that's that's the whole point. That's what we're trying to figure out, and that's that's the questions we're asking. Yep. So my very first question is: Is what has happened to society? In the title. What has happened to society? Um, guns haven't changed in lethality since they were first invented in 1364. Yes, goes back that far. Their lethality has never changed. and never will. No. But what has changed? Okay, if we look at, if we look at the numbers, gun violence in the United States, I will, and I'm, I'm just going to talk about the U.S. here. And Brent, Brent can poke around on the Canadian side because um, he's got more experience with that than I do. Um, yeah. but from a U.S. perspective, the increase in gun violence has gone up dramatically in the past 20 to 30 years. Why? Ask those questions. And you may not, you may not know the answer off the top of your head. And you may say, well, it's because of this, this, and this, and this, and this. It's multiple factors. That's what I think. I think it's multiple factors. I think it's multiple things. I, I think agree. it's a combination of social media. I think it's a combination of not just social media, but the internet as a whole. Because what it's done is it's made the world smaller. If it wasn't for the internet, Brent and I would not know each other. No. At all. Most of the people that I ever talked to on Brime, I would never know them. Or on Twitch, I would never know them. Now pick a pick a streaming service. You know, anyone that I know from those services, I wouldn't have met them otherwise. 
It just wouldn't happen. Um, so I, I think that's part of it. Another part of it is, is the anonymity online where people can kind of do things. And it comes down to last week's show where we talked about bullying. Last week we talked about bullying. Brent specifically mentioned cyberbullying. He went into great detail about that. If you'd like to hear more, go back and check out that show. That's episode Definitely. 13. I highly recommend you go watch that. There's some good information in there. Uh, and on a previous episode, uh, it was episode, uh, hold on, nine. Yeah, episode nine, we talked about guns, Second Amendment in the United States. And um, there, there's a lot of good information in there as well. So I highly recommend you check those out. And while you're there, give us a like and a follow on every single platform that we're on. We greatly appreciate it. Um, and share it. But so what, what has happened to society? Grant, I want to get your take. What do you think has happened to society that has kind of spiraled us to where we are? Well, I mean, it, it depends on where we want to start. You want to mm -hmm. start with the government, the schools, family settings. Uh, it's it's a multitude of different places. Uh, family settings, first off. Let's pull that right? thread. Let's go down that road. Um, you know, like my parents. Okay. My parents were older. So in their 70s when they passed. And. Sorry. My bad, guys. Uh, give me one second. Um, you know, and the way it was, was my dad stayed home or my dad, sorry, went to work and my mom stayed home with us. Right. And that's how we were raised. We watched our father get up every morning. He was gone usually before we went to school. Right. He was the big guy. He was the handyman. He could do, he could do everything. If you needed that something done, he was the one. If you needed clothes, you needed food. And mom was the one that was always there. She was the one home raising us. Um, as I start to get older, mm -hmm. right? As I started to get older, I started to realize a lot of my friends at my same age, that's not how it was. And I'm of that generation where there's a bit of a cross. I was born in 83. So some say Gen X, some say millennial, some say other. And the mentality around it compared to then versus now is well my father right now in today's standards would be classified as a toxic masculine man toxic masculinity right why because he subscribed to that if you want to call it patriarchal way of doing things right men at the top women had their roles that's not mm -hmm. how it is now. We're feminizing men so much. And I think it's, and I think that's part of the problem. And it starts at home, right? Because mm. we want, so we want our kids to have a better life than what we had, right? That's always yes, what it is. Absolutely. That's what we want as parents. We do. But here's the problem. You're not making your kids work for that. You're giving it to them. That's okay. A good point. And that's the problem. Right. Because they don't know that there's consequences to their failures because mommy and daddy are there to help them out. 
Then I'm not saying that happens in every single household, right? I'm not saying this is a general. I'm just saying overall, that's what it looks like. Right. 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 I mean, I was out, you know, nine, 10, 11 years old running around the street. Uh, heaven forbid. I mean, kids nowadays don't. No, they don't. You're right. right. Then you get the argument. Oh, well, there was more. There's more people now. No, no, I, that's fine. But wh- why? Why is it more dangerous with more people? It shouldn't be just because you have more people coming around, right? Around your, say, your neighborhood. Everybody should have common decency and respect. Right? Yes. Theoretically, you should. The only problem is, is because of what social media, the movies, TV, what they portray as quote unquote masculine nowadays, or the ideal situation. For who, I'm not sure, but a lot of people subscribe to those ideologies that they see on TV. Uh, Mm. And yeah, I think TV has brought a lot of that to it, right? Do you think that it started sooner than 20 to 30 years ago? It's only just starting to manifest itself. It's been building. It's been building, okay. It's been building. So you want to, so let's say that, um, let's start back, well... Well, I mean, if we're going to pull on the thread of the TV, right, we'll look back. The TV was first brought to homes in the 1950s, late 1950s, early 60s, I think. Something like that. Uh, When was was television invented? Oh, God damn it. Uh, 1927 is when television was invented, but I don't think it hit homes until probably the 50s and the 60s. Well, yeah, and I mean, if you look at some of the older stuff, right, like what what was being portrayed in those movies? You had your, quote, roles, right? You had the children, you had the mother, you had the father, the grandparents, and they all played their specific roles. Yeah. Right? It's a well-oiled machine. We've had lethality <sighs> has not changed in guns. I, not correct. to say well oiled, but no, but I, family... I, I think it's a good. I think it's a good reference, right? Well oiled yeah. machine. I mean, it, it was a working machine. It was uh, whether or not it was. It, it wasn't perfect. No, I, I know no. you're not admitting that, but no, no. Um, but yeah, it, it worked pretty well, and people were pretty safe. You could. Leave your home unlocked and nobody would mess with it. People had courtesy and decency toward an, toward other human beings. Yeah. I think the biggest, like a lot of what I. TV is the biggest of it all because everything, everybody can see everybody now, right? It's social media. Yeah. That's the biggest problem today. But, you know, back in the, in the sixties, even say even the seventies, you know, a lot of people didn't have TVs in homes, right? So you only seen what what was around you, what you could physically go out in the world to see, right? So you learn, you actually learned off of other people, not through a video, not through, you know, kind of a muddy lens, if you will. Right, 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 right. Gotcha. Right, because I mean, we can look at TV and look at. On, on on the outside, everything looks absolutely phenomenal, right? It's the same as our households, right? We try to project to our families and our friends that we have this perfect environment. 
Well, you know what? If you tell me, if you can sit there and tell me that, say, you've been with your family, your, your wife, say, for 15, 20 years, and you got a couple kids, and you're going to tell me not once in that entire time there's been one, if not a handful of fucking arguments where one or the other, you're like, are you fucking kidding? I'm fucking done with this shit. And you walk away, you take your time, you come back. If you tell me you have never had that happen, you're full of shit. Um, I'm sorry. There's going to be arguments. I don't care. There what. are going to be arguments. I agree with that. 100% agree with that. Um, but that's, that's part of working as a team, right? You're going to have exactly disagreements. It. You're going to have arguments. Um, but now it's it's immediate jump to divorce. It's immediate jump to 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 leaving the situation, leaving away. Right. Then you, you don't try to work it out anymore. Instead of facing instead of facing the issue, you run away yep. from it. Well, because we don't like to be wrong. Mm. Yeah, that's, there's some truth behind that, right? But <laughs> we're not. We're. I mean, people as general aren't. Uh, they don't like to be wrong, but they're not going to really. They'll never admit to it, but you know, of course, the second that they're right, they're all over you. I was right. See this, see that. And why? Because you see that shit on TV constantly, right? Especially with TV shows like Big Brother and all that shit, you know, Survivor, all the. I don't believe any of that crap. They're all judgmental. I hate all that. I hate that shit. Yeah. Right, but Me it's, too. you know, we we want our kids to be better. There, there's a song called Clown World, okay? There's a, there's a lyric in it, and it says, we're worried about leaving a better planet for our children. Why not worry about leaving better children for our planet? And I think that's a valid statement, right? Yes. And, and, the, and, think, and it all wraps around exactly what you said with the whole family thing, right? Yeah. Well, that's it. You know, it's, I got a 12 year old boy myself, right? He sees all this shit. I try to explain to him how I interpret things, right? No matter what it is. And I ask him how he is, like how he thinks of things. And if, if I don't agree with him, I will tell him. If he doesn't like what I have to say, he'll tell me. But we don't argue about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Try not. I mean, obviously, you get into arguments. I mean, I'm pig-headed myself because, you know, there's certain things that I mean, me and you agree on a lot, a lot, right? And it'd be it tough for me to change my opinion on a lot of things because I I don't see it for, I see it for what it is, not for the failed shit that they try to give us. You know, like in, in in a TV show or on news, because you only get one side, right? Right. And if your kids are watching that alongside you, and that's part of the problem, if you're not explaining to the younger generation what's going on or trying to see it from two different sides, you're perpetuating the problem, mm. right? You're not you're not helping create that better environment for your kids or for showing them how it could be better in life for them and everybody else around them. You're just kind of, well, you're stuck in your selfish way still. Right. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. You know, I. It's so tough because there's so many different <laughs> angles to kind of come at it. But I, yeah, think, it's, and, I and... think it's the responsibility of the parents, 100%, to explain to their children. The problem is they're not doing it. People in general are not doing it. Well, so one thing I've noticed is a lot of the a lot of the parents. Um, I hate to make general statements, but this one is kind of true. A lot of the parents that I've seen, when the way they treat their children is they treat them like they're their they are friends. You know, you you know, mother daughter, mother son. Oh, you're my friend. You know, she's my best friend or whatever. Yeah. I think that's fine when they're adults, but yeah. not while they're kids. While they are kids, you are their parent first and foremost, and you need to teach them wrong from right. You need to teach them how to, um, how to be uh, members of society that are beneficial. You know, not just to themselves, but to everyone else around them, right? Because yeah. we, as a species of humankind, uh, that's the only way that we have survived. As long as we have, because of the betterment of mankind over time, right? Yeah. So, and then, and then, you know, and it comes down to one of the things that uh, you said was the, um, you know, government. Right. Right. So there is a, there, um, I'm going to show this picture. Uh, I think this is, this is, uh, very, uh, very valid. Uh, I just got to find which one it is. Um, oh, well, I'll just show it this way. Back in August, 1986, President Ronald Reagan, the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. Yep. Okay. Uh, those, those are very powerful words. I work for the U.S. government, and I trust those words. Uh, now, fast forward to December 2020, where Biden says, my message to everyone struggling is, help is on the way. Really? Is it, though? Who's that help coming from? Yeah. A great question. So I, and that's why, you know, government is why in the U.S. we have the Second Amendment is to keep the government from becoming tyrannical. As we were talking before the show, one of the things that I've had people tell me when they say, well, you don't need this gun. You don't need that for hunting. You're right. I do not need an AR-15 for hunting. And nope. neither would I ever take an AR-15 hunting because that's not what it was designed for. Well, then why do you need it? It's to keep the government from taking over and taking our lives from us and our freedoms from us. Whether it be here in the U.S. or abroad, doesn't matter. That's why we have it. You're like, well... That's never happened, so I don't see why you have to worry about it. Exactly. You just proved my own point. When you say that never happened, you're right. 
And you know why that never happened? Because the government knows there are more firearms than are people in the United States. It's like 100, 110 per 100 people. Like 110 like guns yeah. per person it's available stupid. in it's the United States. Insane. Absolutely insane. I don't have it that is. many. I have a lot, but I don't have that many. <laughs> um, and I know how to use them, right? So that's another factor that people aren't taking into account um, with these mass shootings. Okay, you had some kid that walked into an elementary school. First of all, let's ask the question, how the fuck did he get in? Yeah. He literally just walked in. He had apparently already spoken to the school resource officer and knew he wasn't going to be there when he got there. Wow. Coincidence? Hmm, I think not. But he just walked in and started shooting and was un unhindered. No one there to stop him. Now, reports that I've seen say that the police arrived but did not go in. They waited for the SWAT team. Um, okay, if you hear gunshots, if, if I'm a police officer, and this is coming from a military veteran, if I arrive in an establishment where I know people are, are getting hurt, especially when I hear gunshots in ele elementary school, I'm going in with my yeah. firearm at the ready, and I'm going to stop whatever the hell's going on. Hopefully it's a false alarm and just a loudspeaker. Chances are it's not. You don't ever go in with that thought. You go in with the thought, this needs to stop. Immediately. These are children. They can't defend themselves. Okay? And ever since they passed a law that says you, unless you are a law enforcement or security official, you cannot carry a firearm, even concealed, on public school grounds. Period. That is a federal law. And ever since that law went into effect, um, I want to say it was in the 80s, this has become a problem more and more. As I can tell you, growing up in the hills of West Virginia, it was not unheard of during squirrel season. It's the best time to get squirrels, early, early, early in the morning, right about sunrise. Because they generally come out of their holes, come out of their trees, out of their nests to seek water for the day or start scurrying for food if they don't have any already saved up. And that's the best time to get them. Can't tell you how many times we've had people show up to school in their hunting gear, racks, gun racks, in the backs of the pickup truck full of guns, and in the bed of the truck be like three or four dead squirrels. That's normal. It was normal. Absolutely yeah. normal. I mean, we didn't have any shootings. At no time did anybody, when they got into a fight or got into an argument, go out to their truck and get their gun and start blasting. That never happened. No. So... I think that there was a breakdown of communication. I think there was a breakdown of police procedures that happened in Texas. I really do. Absolutely. Absolutely. 45. I'm sorry. Um, but those responding officers should be reevaluated because that's. I, yes. I think they I should mean, all be reevaluated. 
As a matter of fact, I think it goes further than that. And I think, I think that so. all police units, police um, stations and, and organizations across the country need to reevaluate their active shooter situation policies and how they, how they uh, react to these things. I really believe well, that they need to do that. I was reading the one here and it said that there was as many as 19 officers in the school for 45 minutes before the suspect was killed. 19 officers and not one of them was brave enough to, to go down there. Sounds to me like somebody was just out to collect a paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, Louder with Crowder actually did a show on this the other day. Uh, they did it on Wednesday of last week. Um, something that's not often reported, only these, these incidents of killings uh, are reported. Um, 1.67 million uses of firearms in defensive situations in 2021. 1.67 million wow. in defense situations. Wow. You know, by contrast, CDC data from 2020 only showed 19,384 gun hom homicides. Oh, and here it gets even better. 94%. Let me say it again. 94% of mass shootings take place in gun-free zones. Fact. Yeah. That's, uh, that's disturbing. I'm not, not surprising, though. And for those of you that think I'm wrong, uh, I will post a description, a, a link that number in the description below of the video. Mm. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me. Um, I just, yeah, I still, I'd like to know why. Well, I think it's a pretty, I mean, I, I, I can guess. I can guess. Mental health right. issue? I, I think, well, no, I think, I think it's, a, it's a mixture of things, kind of like you already said. You know, yeah. some of it you already said, uh, talking about the family, television. I said internet, uh, yeah. society. So I, I, I think it's a combination of many things, right? Uh, when, so when I was in school, um, any kind of bullying that happened, happened at school. Generally, right? Um, that's generally where it happened because you're in a you're in a confined space. You can't really go anywhere, and you know everybody's kind of got free reign with everybody else. So that's 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 a problem, right? So that was that was where everything took place. Well, now today, and and while I was not at school, no bullying. Now today, the bullying still takes place at school, but it also bleeds over into their personal lives outside of school. 
again, going back to the bullying episode we talked about last week, you've got um, cyberbullying, you've got uh, just, I mean, harassment, you've got, uh, there's just a whole bunch of different things. Yeah. And we go into detail on the show, so please go check that out. Um, so so I think I think it's a cascading effect of multiple things. You know, plus, well, and you're probably going to yell at me for this. Um, oh, dear. One of the things, and you can't say that this is completely wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying this is the reason, but video games and television have not helped. I, I do not think that they're responsible. Don't get me wrong. No. I don't think nope. they've helped. I think they've helped. I think what they have done is desensitize people to yes. reality. Definitely. That's what Absolutely. I think. Absolutely. Yep. I'm a, I'm a video but gamer. Think, have been all my life. But Sorry, go that ahead. also goes back to parenting. Yes, it does. Because you're, you're not teaching your children the difference. Right? right. Correct. So, you know, like I say, I mean, video games, they want to make money. That's what they want to do, right? The demand is, I mean, the demand is there for violent video games. It's, it's there. You can't get away from it. You good? Yep. I heard something. So, ah, right. It's. It's the responsibility of the the parent or the the guardian. I don't even want to say the parent, the guardian or person around the children to explain to them the difference between right and wrong, what's what's real and what's not, and the true consequences of their actions. And the this shit's not being taught, right? Yep. It it it, <laughs> it annoys me because. Here's the here's the here's the here's the other argument you always hear about, you know, the responsibility of teaching children all these different things, right? Well, to me as a parent, that's my responsibility. Okay, I've got a lot of responsibilities with my children, <clears throat> right? Teach them how to teach up or to, to treat others, how they think they should be treated, right? Just general yes. guidelines, what's right and wrong, um. You know, the problem is if you're treating your child as your best friend and not your child, you don't have these discussions with your friends because, well, you're going to butt heads. You might not agree. Right now, it's this whole it's it's a lot to it. But that I'm not a psychiatrist, so I can't <laughs> I wish I was some days because. You know, I'd like to ask a lot of these people these, these different questions. I'd like to get into their heads and figure out why aren't you teaching your children these things, right? Well, I've heard I I don't say, I've and I've heard this argument. Well, that's what I send them to school for. They're they're the teachers. They're the ones. That's asinine, right? I had yep. this conversation with a with a school teacher not too long ago. And she asked me what I think the problem with the curriculum nowadays is. And I said, it's extremely flawed. I said, because what, what you're teaching our children in school is not to be how to become a better and productive member of society. That's not even close to what they're teaching our children. What they're teaching our children is how to become 
to become and sustain a good employment. That's what it is. Yep. Children go to school for a set amount of time. They get their three breaks, the two in the one in the morning, one in the afternoon with their half hour lunch or hour lunch. Right. We're sat there. This is what you have to do. Repetitive over and over. But what do they teach us? Okay. Yes, they teach us history. Well, they're trying to erase a lot of that history now. Why? Because of the racism of 100%. Tons of racism in the past. There's yes. tons of there's racism today. You're but it's never important to, to remember that. That's exactly it. Because history forgot is bound to repeat itself. Yes. Absolutely. Right? 100%. You're absolutely right. I think... You know, it's, I can't, honestly, I can't wait till uh, we have our 18th episode. We got four more to go. I think we're going to have uh, Killer Waste on there, right? Yep. Episode 18. So, there's a reason, there's a reason I brought that up. I'm going to hint at it right now. Um, it's, it's a theory. I haven't heard anybody ever say this, and it's just something we're, we could think of it as history repeating itself in a specific way, more targeted, if you look at somebody like Mr. Klaus Schwab and all these other uh, wealthy, wealthy people. Because they're the ones that actually influence the government. Yeah. Right? People always say, oh, the government runs shit. No, it's the wealthy people that run the government. The, almost every single person out there is just a figurehead. You honestly think Biden is actually te- that man can barely change his fucking depends every morning. I don't think he can put together a coherent sentence to give directions to a fucking Denny's. Okay. Hey, but no mean tweets, man. But I'm saying right that that's exactly it. So, and that, that was the biggest problem. What everybody had was because back then, you know, <clears throat> 45 was, Outspoken. He wasn't that figurehead like, well, Trudeau is and this and that, right? But yep. it, it boils down to the school system should be teaching our children, yes, in hist- a history lesson of the past, but they should have finance, economics, a whole bunch of different things to prepare them for their lives, not just go how to get a job stay at that job and maintain it. How, how do you expect an 18-year-old out of high school to get a job, get a car, get insurance, get life insurance, uh, get health insurance if they can get it, pay their rent, do their taxes, all of this shit, unless you go to post-secondary, right? Yep. But then you have to take, say, a business course and all these other ones. Teach that in the, the 10, 11, 12. Get them ready. Yeah. There's a lot they don't teach the kids that they should. There's, you know. There's a lot that are not taught to kids that should be. I mean, that's why my wife and I, we try to fill in the, we try to fill in those pieces, but there are some things that we just can't, we can't teach that because I don't know how to teach that stuff. You know, I'm not a, that's exactly it. I'm not an educator per se, but. So, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that, you know, and, and we're going to go, we're going to pull deeper on this here. So we're going to go into some, some more numbers. So 
I saw a tweet. So there's a there's a men's rights activist um, that I kind of follow because, you know, she kind of puts out some good stuff, you know, and supporting men's rights and the fact that most men, uh, most of us men don't get uh, the attention we need for our mental issues or, you know, we're ignored for having feelings or, you know, for uh, just everything. You know, we're just, you know, pieces of shit that feminists think that uh, we're nothing. We're just, you know, you, you can get some sperm out of us and make some babies and get some money. Yeah, that's not how yeah. this works. But anyway, so she she made this this tweet the other day, two days ago. I'm going to read this verbatim. I'm not going to show it to you. I'm just going to read it to you because I don't want to put her on blast. I think what she does is perfect and great stuff, but I think she is completely lost when it comes to this. And the comments reflect that because they actually call her out on it. She says, when President Clinton banned assault rifles in 1994, mass shootings dropped by 43%. After Republicans let the ban expire in 2004, they, de- they increased by 243%. Please don't tell me bans don't work because I don't want to hear it. Well, she's wrong. She's 100% wrong. Like, I, she couldn't be more wrong. In fact, the, when the ban happened, gun violence was already on a downward trajectory. And it has continued to fall even after the ban expired in 2004. Interesting, huh? That is. You go back and look at, uh, so factcheck.org. I've actually, uh, there's a link in the description below. You know, they even talk about this. And they they wrote uh, in 2013. So what happened is there was a report done by the FBI, Department of Justice, to weigh everything and look at this and say, hey, is this something we need to work on? Here's the final report concluded the ban's success in reducing crime committed with banned handgun banned guns was mixed. Gun crimes involving assault weapons declined. However, that decline was offset throughout at least the late 1990s by steady or rising use of other guns equipped with large capacity magazines. Ultimately, the research concluded that it was premature to make definitive assessments of the ban's impact on gun crime, largely because the law's grandfathering of millions of pre-ban assault weapons and large-capacity magazines ensured the effects of the law would occur only gradually and were unfolding when the ban expired in 2004. So that's kind of interesting. What is an assault assault rifle? What is an assault rifle? Well, if any of you out there say, well, an AR-15 is. No. Bullshit. AR stands for Armalite Rifle. That's what it stands for. Okay? Um, the assault rifle is a military-styled weapon uh, that's chambered for ammunition of reduced size or propellant charge that has the capacity to switch between semi-automatic and fully automatic fire. That is the key point right there. It is illegal, illegal in the United States unless you have a special permit to own any kind of firearm that is fully automatic, period. 100% illegal. Okay. Now what? 
Now what? Nothing changes. Nothing changes, folks. Absolutely nothing changes. Nope. Because let's go back to what I was saying. 94%. 94% of mass shootings happen in gun-free zones. And guess what? They weren't by AR-15s. They weren't by what's classified as a quote-unquote assault rifle. Assault rifles don't exist, people. Assault is a, is a, is a, uh, is a verb it's action. It's knife. an action. It's yep. assault bat. I have, a, I, have a, I have an assault knife right here. I have an assault gun right here. Oh, wait. No, I don't. My gun sit next to me all the time. It's never randomly jumped up and decided to start shooting people. It goes back to what I said at the beginning. We got, we got, to, we got to analyze what is causing this. What is the the, uh -oh. the driving factor here? And and people keep want to point. They want to keep pointing at guns. You know, uh, handguns, for instance, handguns like this. They account for far more deaths than assault weapons each year, period. As they do. They absolutely yep. do. Um, and oh, by the way, the United States is not the only country in the world with mass shootings per capita. Oh. We are not. We are actually number 11 on that scale. You know who's number one? Norway. Ah, interesting, interesting, huh? That is. And we're also not the country with the most violent crime. Murder rates per 100,000 in 2018. Number one, El Salvador. Yeah. At 52. Jamaica, 43. Honduras, 38. You know what? U.S. had less than five. Numbers don't lie, people. They don't lie. Wow. You know, people say, well, we need more common sense gun control. Well, okay. Okay. Common sense. Who's common sense? Brent's common sense? My common sense? Joe Schmo down the street, his common sense? Little Susie playing in her, sand, in her sandbox across the street? Her common sense? You know, co common sense is not so common anymore. No. No. Hasn't been I, for a long time. My view on, I, I'm going to show you my view on, on gun control. I'm going to show you right now. This is it. I reject the assertion that my family and I must be made defenseless for you and yours to feel safe. If you feel safe around no guns, sure, by all means, go ahead. Live that way. I don't care. That's not who me. That's not me. That's not how I live. That's not how I will ever live. It's it's fact. Deal with it. You know, evil does not exist in within a gun. It exists in the minds and hearts of those who pull the trigger for evil purposes. Mm-hmm. And you can't catch 
them all. It's not a Pokemon. No. You can't catch them all. No matter how hard you try, you can't. It's like suicide. Yeah. People that want to do it are not going to tell anybody or give any indicators when they're going to do it. They're just going to do it. This type yeah. of situation is the same. And, and Unfortunately, you're right. It's fact. You can't get away from that. No, you can't. You absolutely can't. So I, the whole point of today's show uh, is to get everyone to think. Please think. Think, 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 think. Yes. Use no. your brain. Don't listen to what, you know, look, uh, Aunt Susie has to say or Aunt Lola or whoever the hell is telling you, yeah. guns are bad. You need to get rid of this. Mm. Not, it's, no. it's not the guns. It's the hearts of men. Go yeah. ahead. I keep cutting you off. Sorry. No, 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 no. I was just saying because I, I seen that there was a. I didn't see the tweet itself. I heard that there was a tweet from. Was it Ted Cruz saying that all schools need to have uh, armed teachers and stuff? And we were talking about this earlier. See, to, to me, not necessarily. I don't think I don't think every teacher needs to be armed. Right. I had proposed to Jeremy earlier that you can kind of kill two birds with one stone. Right. Yep. We have. I say we we do too here in Canada. Same thing. Right. We have a lot of veterans, um, great, great vets, right, that are honorably discharged. They finish their time. They can still carry their weapons. They're of sound mind and body. Right. They don't have any PTSD. They're still they're like Jeremy, fully functioning. They'll be at sometimes a little scaled. <clears throat> no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pissing with you. But why not? Give them a job as a school bus driver, right? Allow them to carry their service weapon. Now, not only, and pay them accordingly. None of this minimum wage shit that you're given. Well, here in Canada, it's 15 bucks an hour to a fucking guy that flips burgers. All you're doing is raising the rate of inflation by doing that. But I, you, it's bad. But anyways, sorry. That's a whole other tangent we can go on. <laughs> but have them, have the veterans drive the kids to school and then have them as a security role at the school, right? Like, okay, so I live in Canada. We have resource officers at our school. We do too here. Yeah. We have them here the too. Element, right. But they're not there all the time. A few days a week, a couple hours a day, right? They're not there constantly. If you have the vets there constantly, guess what? Now you have a constant safe environment. Somebody's a lot less, well, they're a lot less to go into somewhere where they know that they're going to have resistance than not. Right. 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 So if you pay them now, now you have kids are, kids are protected from the time they're picked up to the time they go home. Now yeah. you also have a veteran or two not on the streets, not getting into drugs or alcohol, being another, <clears throat> you know, another one of the statistics. Because that's, I think this is, 
sorry, I'm going to go on the tangent for a second about the vets, but I think this is a very huge, important thing is society forgets men and women that join the military, whether the army, the Navy, whatever it is, air force, they're of a mentality of we are going to serve and protect it. That is our job, right? We're going to put our lives on the line. So when they come back and their job is done, what does society do with them? Eh, they're finished their job. Fuck whatever. Who cares? No, because they're yeah. still in that mindset. Their duties will never end. Right? So why sure. not give them a purpose? Sure. And I think making our children safe is a pretty good purpose in my eyes. Yeah. It's right? true. It's very I true. I just wanted to bring that up because that was... That was one of those things, but like I say, if what Ted Cruz says, if that was true, I don't agree with him on it. Yep, agreed. There's there's, there's strategic ways to do it because there, all you're there, doing. Well, I well, I'm going to partially disagree with you here. Okay, totally and and where I partially disagree with you is, um, I I think your solution is spot on. And I think it's beautiful. However, um, I think it's a, I think it's a goal. Yes. Right. Oh, I absolutely. think it's a goal, but you have to start off somewhere. And I think Senator Cruz has the right idea of where to start. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, as a veteran myself, <laughs> we've had some pretty messed up minds. Uh, and I've never seen combat and I know a lot of my brethren have, yep. and it has really messed them up. So yeah. in many, many cases, yep. some of those guys, uh, you, they, they refuse to own a firearm, which is fine. Uh, yep. and, and great because some of them are really mentally unstable. Absolutely. Um, but then there are those that, um, don't recognize they may have an issue. So I think there would have to be an extreme. Oh, yeah. Vetting screening process, process yes take You'd place that everybody like i mean but this is a thing right it's the same as going into the police ca academy you yeah. need to go through these certain channels you can't just just because you were in in your field of work doesn't mean you're going to be the exact same correct in in the other situation even though it is still protecting but two totally different areas yep but yeah Agreed. you definitely have to vet them properly yeah you Absolutely. Know. No. Yeah, I know. I just have a hard time when, and of course, I already know, but it's politicians. It's just the way they speak because they want to pander to a certain audience. Yeah, that's and true. I get that. I get, that's and true. I get that. That's why I take everything. Well, I take it all with a grain of salt. But there's yeah. other ways. We just want you to look at it from every angle. Absolutely. Yep. Right. Agree with that. You know, 100% agree with that. So, the biggest thing uh, is we need to keep not we need to keep everybody safe. Yes, yeah, everybody. This is for everybody, yeah. you know. And and that kind of leads into where I wanted to go. Uh, the kind of the end of this 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 discussion here is I want to point to a couple of things. Um, I'm gonna links links gonna be in the description below the video. Uh, for those of you that are live, um, you'll have to look at the video. <laughs> <laughs> um. So um, one of the things that I saw a discussion about was how did this, you know, this 18-year-old get this firearm? He shouldn't have been able to get this, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? 
According to the federal law, he met the requirements and he went through the ATF and the FBI background check successfully. He did everything legally. However, I doubt, I, I have my own personal doubts because apparently the weapons that he had and the hardware he had on those weapons are so far uh, out of his uh, ability to financially get that I I'm not sure if there's something else going on here. That's a conspiracy. I'm not going to go down that hole. But um, one of the things is, uh, so do you have to be a certain age to buy firearms or ammunition uh, in the U.S.? And the answer is yes. Yes. Ammunition for shotguns. So shotguns and rifles and ammunition for shotguns or rifles may only be sold to individuals 18 or older. Period. Uh, all others, like handguns, uh, you know, Wait, ammunition rifle. for those, you know, like one of these, uh, 21 or older. Okay. Now, that is a federal law. That is a federal regulation. Each state can make that more stringent, which means they can make, they can take that age and they can raise it. But they can't lower it. That is the absolute minimum. If they want to make it harder, they absolutely have that uh, leeway to do. So links in the description below. It also talks about the, though so it's under the Gun Control Act of 1968. I highly recommend you go and look at that. Uh, this oh. happened after the assassination of President John Kennedy. Um, and let's see, let's see. After the assassinations of President John Kennedy, Attorney General Robert Kennedy, and Dr. Merton Luther King Jr., the Gun Control Act has passed and imposed stricter licensing and regulations on firearms industry, establishes new categories of firearm offenses, and prohibits the sale of firearms and ammunition to felons and certain other prohibited persons. Now, having said that, felons, uh, if they own a gun, they didn't get it legally. Yep. Laws are only good for people that follow them. 100%. Like locks on doors. Yep. Only keeps honest criminals out. That's. Yep. So, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's all I really had to say today about the, uh, the gun stuff. Um, today, this weekend is, uh, very, uh, very special to me here in the U.S. Um, before I go down that road, Brent, you got anything else you want to add to the gun discussion? No, um, I, I, no, not really. I, there, there's not much to add to it. You know what I mean? Yep. You, you can only beat a dead horse for so long. <laughs> True. It's, it's the same. Okay. Gun control. I get it. We have gun control, right? It's extremely hard to get it, I mean, it's not extremely hard to get. Sorry. In, in Canada, it's not hard to get a gun. It's hard to get a restricted, and it should be for a reason. Now, we classify restricted usually as uh, like any handgun, um, and there's a couple other, right? Mm -hmm. They do need, I believe, now correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't know the U.S. nearly, but is Texas, Tennessee, and is there not three other ones where there's there's a no wait period? 
Well, they all require uh, the invest the background check. Okay. And the background check can take anywhere from an hour to days. Okay. And then there are some states that have actually put in a wait period of once that's approved, you still have to wait so many days before you can actually see um, receive so, the weapon. Okay, so then my question would be, why, why, why now? As a gun owner myself, right? Okay. And I know it's a mentality, you know, the U.S., they have, that's what they are, right? Guns, ammo, beer, national anthem. That's what, I mean, of course, I'm paraphrasing all that. And that's not exactly <laughs> what I'm generalizing everybody to. Because trust me, when you go to New York or California, completely fucking different. Anyways. Um, <laughs> but why, why, why do you think it is that people have such a, a hate on for somebody like me if I were to say, okay. Why don't you in the States doesn't have to be federal. I mean, ours is federal, but do it federal. A mandatory test or a course. It's what we do here. You have to get your uh, pal, right? Your position and acquisition license. You have to get all these certs. Why not? It teaches you hunter training. Why not force them? If you want to purchase a gun, you have to go through your hunter training course. It's a weekend course. Why would, why would, if you really want your guns that bad and they're that important, right? To me, do it because I want to protect my family. I went through the steps. Why would it be such a big deal to have to go through those steps? Is it because of the extra cost? Now, I get the argument of, well, that's just more information that the US government has. Listen, motherfucker, you have an income, they have enough information on you as it is. Yeah. No kidding. So that that argument is moot. Yep. Agree. Right. <laughs> it it's not like you have a uh, gun registry. You don't need it. Right. Well, like, there kind of has, is. Well, there it kind is, of is. Yeah. But to a point. To a point. But right? yeah, Same here. you're right. Right. I'm just saying, hunter yeah, training course. You're right. Right. You're not going to be able to sell to that person, but that's my God-given right. Eh, not God-given right. No. U.S. Consti constitutionally given right. Yeah. There is a difference. There is a difference, right? So, but that's just, that would be my question to a lot of people that oppose, you know, a, a little bit stricter uh, regulation to get your, 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 your firearm. Yep. No. Yeah, and I'd like to know the, why. Why why you would be upset if you had to take it. That's a valid question. Agree. And 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 I will not I will not accept the response of I shouldn't have to. That's not an argument. Agree. That's not an argument. Totally agree. That's your thought and your opinion. I understand that. And it's well, not that I disagree with it. You know, opinions are like assholes. Everybody yep. has one and they all stink. Absolutely. But no, that's <laughs> that was just the other thing I wanted to bring up. You know, okay, yeah, no problem. Yeah. yeah, it's good stuff, man. Good stuff, as always. So today, yeah. uh, today is Sunday, the 29th of uh, May, 2022. Um, if 
you've stuck around this long in the video, thank you. You're still here yes. hanging out. Thank you very much. Appreciate we appreciate it. you and we love you all. Uh, we actually do, yeah. believe it or not, we do put some work into this. <laughs> Try to we make do. it uh, as good as possible for you folks. Um, yeah. But then a lot of it, we ad lib. So, um, but one of the things I wanted to point out today uh, and after this podcast is over, I'm going to be making a drive out to the veteran cemetery with my wife. Um, to, uh, this weekend marks Memorial Day weekend here in the United States. Memorial Day weekend is not, it's not a weekend of barbecues and, and parties and, you know, marking the beginning of summer and, and all that hoopla shit, right? Which that's what a lot of people think it is. Um, Commercial. I really do. They've, they've commercialized the hell out of it, and it, uh, it absolutely drives me nuts. It, um, uh, it's classified to me as disrespectful. Yeah, so one of, one of, my, one of my brothers um, made this post. This is kind of long. Before I show you the picture, I want to read this to you. Uh, this this means a lot to me, so I appreciate your uh, appreciate you guys sticking around and listening to this. So please try to remember that this weekend is all about. It is not about active duty, retired, or veterans. This weekend has been set aside so that we may humbly remember those that gave their lives for you and I, so that we can live in this great nation. These soldiers, sailors, Marines, and airmen chose to place themselves in harm's way that others would not have to. These men and women, these fathers and mothers, these brothers and sisters, aunts, uncles, choose to place themselves between us and evil, that we may live in peace. So this weekend, throw an extra burger on the grill, open an extra beer, set an extra place to the table, and say a quiet little prayer for them and the ones they left behind. Memorial Day, 20, uh, 30 May 2022, fly a, fly a small flag at your weekend gathering. That's all you have to do. If you are able, save them a place inside of you and save one backward glance when you are leaving for the places they can no longer go. Be not ashamed to say you love them, though you may or may not always have. Take what they have left and what they have taught you with their dying and keep it with your own. And in that time when men decide and feel safe to call the war insane, take one moment to embrace those gentle heroes you left behind. Yeah. Um, that, that was um, presented with this picture. I want you to look at this picture. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. In the top picture, the gentleman laying on the ground has been seriously injured. And the other gentleman is trying to drag him to safety to try and save his life. And if you look below... Neither one of them made it. This 
this powerful shit is what being human means. This is giving your life for fellow man and never leaving a man behind in the face of certain death as this man did. I do not know the story behind this picture. Um, but I see this every year and I've seen this for a couple of years now and every year it, it hurts. It, it hurts a lot because I've lost many, many good friends. The battle, not just, not just, not just in foreign soil, but their own battles internally as well. Um, Sorry. Um, no. Eh, eh, eh. Don't, don't, fuck, it, don't be sorry. It, it means a lot to me. Um, because these, these men and women um, would protect me and yours no matter what. Yeah. And when I see things like this by... Um, Businesses, this warms my heart. Wow. So this is a parking space at Lowe's. I don't know where. It is at a Lowe's a home improvement store. It says for Memorial Day, Lowe's is reserving, is reserving a parking spot in honor of our fallen military members. So, today and tomorrow, when you raise your glass, raise your glass to all of them. Not me. I'm still here. Raise it to them. That's all I ask. So. Well, yeah. No, thank you for sharing that, man. So that's that is all the show that we have for you today. Brent, take it away, sir. Oh, yo, fuck, you're an asshole. <clears throat> well, <laughs> so <laughs> like I say every day or every time, don't be an asshole unless they're deserving of it. Jeremy, yeah, from the bottom of my heart, man. Thank you. Seriously, you're welcome. Um, thank you. Thank every single serving retired discharged member whether you're military air force i don't care thank you every single one of you and remember the three r's receive reflect respond it'll help society a lot um yeah i don't i don't know what else to say man Thank you. Fine. Thank you, everybody, for coming and hanging out with us today. We greatly appreciate it. We love you guys. Yes. Um, don't forget to hit our, uh, you know, check out our link trees, follow us on socials, and um, we'll see you yep. all in the next show. Absolutely. Next Sunday. Bye, everybody. Love you all. Bye.